Hello and welcome to another episode of the Twist My Arm podcast. My name is Josh and I'm your forever host and creator of the Twist My Arm network. Find updates on all your favorite Twist My Arm shows by visiting www.twistmyarmpodcast.com. You can follow the TMA podcast on Twitter by searching at TwistMyArmCast. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Twist My Arm Podcast. In fact, you can just go youtube.com slash twistmyarmpodcast and it'll take you right to our page. We go live every Monday, every other Monday for the Marvel Can of Madness podcast, every Friday for the Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch, and most other days we're streaming games or trolling the Twitters or whatever it is. So find all of our live podcasts and game streams on Twitch. Just search for TMA Games, all one word, and subscribe to get live notifications for all the times we are live. Um, now, just just to be clear, Sudden But Inevitable is on a bit of a break. We're coming back uh, June 4th for the sudden rebop and we're all really really excited about that and that host jesse he's with me for this interview he stops by the studio uh to have a conversation with cameron from the green shirt podcast Um, now the green shirt podcast is very similar to our show sudden but inevitable but instead of talking about firefly they are watching the entire series of star trek the next generation and it's cameron's first time through so Cameron and I are a lot alike Uh, he's watching an amazing show for the first time just like I just watched an amazing show for the first time Um, and it's it's been a ton of fun listening to the Green Shirt podcast as uh, especially with you know some of your favorite TNG episodes back in the day hearing Cameron either bash it or or love it or whatever it is it's it's just been a lot of fun listening to their thoughts um, on a decades old show um, I do want to thank Cameron again for coming on and chatting with us. We had a great time um, nerding out. And and yeah, that's that's about all I can say. Um, with that, I'm going to stop babbling and uh, get this show on the road. So I hope you all enjoy our chat with Cameron from the Green Shirt Podcast. Thank you for listening to Twist My Arm. Not likely, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah, I'm. Uh, it should be fun. It'll be fun just to go to a fucking concert again, man. This whole COVID thing has really killed me. So. Well, luckily uh, it hasn't. No, well, uh, but yeah, but like my soul. Sure. <laughs> Josh is just... a music baby. <laughs> it, it hurts, man. I have a whole room with just all the instruments, like ready for a band. But... <laughs> I don't have the time for you had to settle for podcasting. <laughs> I did. It's it's easier, man. It's so much easier to to hang out and talk than it is to like try and write a song with a bunch of bullheaded musicians that like <laughs> you know. No, man, the riff should go like this. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, I I do I one of my first loves is playing drums though. So, I do come home a lot of times and bang on the drums for good 45 minutes and at least keep my keep my skills fresh you know? there you go <laughs> just in case <laughs> but so oregon what uh what's other than going to the ocean and stuff what else what else do you do up there in, in good old oregon what's what part of oregon are you in like what city have we started the interview should i oh, be absolutely right? <laughs> Dude, no you're good 
This is how oh, we man, do these I interviews, can, man. I say this all is how when it starts. Dude, it started <laughs> 13 minutes ago. Oh my gosh. Uh, then Lots I will try to be interesting from here on out. Uh, what do I do in <laughs> Oregon? Well, I, uh, I lately I've been making a podcast and being a dad and going to work, and that's about it. Being that a dad fills up the schedule. I got two dads on the show. That's right. That's uh, <laughs> we're talking about you, Jesse. I was yeah. gonna say, I, I think that's a call out. Um, did you, when you guys started your podcast, did you think, okay, we're gonna do this? you know, for a while and we'll see how it goes? Or was it like, we're doing every episode of this show and we're going from the start to the end? Uh, what we said out loud was the former. We were definitely like, yeah, let's let's try this. What I, In my head, I'm a very ambitious person. So of course I was like, we'll do this and then we'll do DS9 and then we'll do Voyager and then Enterprise and not so on and so on. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I, I always hoped, of course, it would take off. And I don't know what numbers I always thought taking off would mean but we've, we've had enough listeners that it's felt uh felt like it could continue so yeah. what was the so, impetus for it like did you guys was somebody like okay he has to watch tng and you were like well, let's turn it into a thing or was it like i don't want to watch tng and somebody's like i'm gonna make you and i'm gonna turn it into a thing uh nah so it actually segues nicely from the parent thing in that I, I mean, I'm a filmmaker at heart. That's what I really want to be doing. And uh, that's what I tried to be, do for many years. And uh, then I had a, a son and I couldn't do it nearly as much. And then uh, I had my second kid and I was like, my free time is now very nil, but I need a creative outlet. I need to be a content creator of some sort. And then me and my one of my friends, Alex from season one, uh, we just kind of been banding uh, we, we always like to talk about different projects we could potentially do. Uh, and we had tried web series and, and other film scripts. And uh, I always had a very, uh, very colorful collaboration experience with each other, but uh, we still very much enjoyed working and respecting each other. But we, we were like, well, we should do a podcast. That seems relatively easy, relatively doable. And, uh, you know, we both have opinions and like to talk. And so we were trying to think of like what what could be the podcast. And around that time, I don't know why I started watching TNG. It was just on Netflix one day, and I think it was one of those things where like I kind of got to keep an eye on the kids, but they're kind of taking care of themselves. So I just need something to kind of have on. I was like, well, I'll finally watch TNG. A lot of my friends love the show. I never watched it. Now I talk on the show on my podcast, Green Shirt, a newbie's trek through the next generation, uh, about why that was, but. Uh, so I turned it on and and I immediately had questions. I was like, oh, this is pretty good, but I don't understand some stuff. So I went to Facebook like you do and I made a post, a pretty lengthy post with my questions and got a lot of responses. Uh, and then I did that again after watching like the third episode and got a lot of responses. And uh, I think, I mean, I could tell you, I think it was two things that made me think this could be a podcast. One one random person on there was like, man, I look forward to these questions every week to see, to talk about Star Trek with you. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I, I should keep doing this on Facebook. And then <laughs> it's kind of dumb, but uh, in keeping with the show, I, at one point, I think I wrote, man, we're seven episodes in and we know that Data's dick works, but we don't know why there's a Klingon on the bridge yet. And uh, I wrote that and I looked at it and I was like, huh, that's kind of funny. That sounds like something I'd hear in, in how did this get made, like this podcast mm -hmm. I listened to. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I said more stuff like that, if we could turn this into a podcast. And so I reached out to Alex and 
told him that idea and he's like yeah that could work and then i thought oh my friend marcy really loves star trek too it'd be great to kind of get her perspective on it since alex hasn't seen it since he was a kid and i've never seen it and so i texted her and just got like a bunch of exclamation points back from her uh, with a big yes in the middle and uh i was like <laughs> okay well i guess we'll do this then and so when did you actually start the show we started well the first episode premiered september 28th 2017 30 years to the day from the premiere of Star Trek The Next so cool. Generation. That, it just That's... kind of happened, and we're like, oh, oh well, that, there's our deadline for the first episode. What do you know? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, That's, and and what, it, uh, what episode are you on now? We are on episode 91. We're nearing the okay. end of season four. Okay. And yeah. have, you, have you had any, like, bonus episodes in between? Have you done any movies or anything? Or has it just been all seasons the whole time? All seasons, we had one bonus episode. We took a break uh, over the Christmas, just this last Christmas, and we did a, a JAG bonus episode because JAG is a running, <laughs> running inside joke or thing that pops that. up a lot. I um, noticed that. <laughs> and so, so we did one random episode of JAG that we reviewed as our as our bonus episode to date. I do look forward to getting to the movies. I've seen the uh, the Next Generation movies. Each of them, I think, once in the theater. Um, and I remember being like, yeah, that's okay. I, I don't really understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. I, my dad I, I dragged guess me the car the... got... Oh, go ahead. Have you also I seen... I was saying my dad dragged me to the theaters to see all of that stuff. And he uh -huh. made me watch Next Generation as a kid. And so I was always raised on that stuff. He had VHSs of the original Ooh, series. Yeah. So I feel like once I got older, he was like, okay, now you can watch this trash because you might understand it more to appreciate it. But... <laughs> But yeah, I was uh, I was raised. He tried to make me a Trekkie, but then he showed me Star Wars, and it kind of kind of ruined <laughs> that for him. So yeah, um, what's been your uh, favorite like season so far to go through? Because you said you're on probably you're just about done with four, I think. Four. Right. We recently passed the halfway point, so it's all okay. it's all downhill from here. Uh, yeah, I think I think season four definitely. Uh, you can tell. I mean, I kind of knew ahead of time, knew one was going to be bad. I heard it doesn't really start getting good till three, um, and then if, you know the best of both worlds uh, finale and premiere really just kind of raised the bar. And, and yeah, the episodes are definitely much better. I mean, it's it's kind of fascinating watching the show go from being hobbled by the episodic nature of uh, television at the time. To, you can really tell that the writers really kind of want to try to make this uh, more serialized in this season. Um, I mean, and, and to some point, to some degree, they can't because, again, of the television of the time. But I'm surprised how far they take it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Next Generation is definitely my favorite. So I have been listening to a lot of your shows recently. Yeah. And it, it brings back a lot of fun memories. Um, That's the idea. Yeah, so I, I've actually been wanting to go back and rewatch it and then catch up to you guys because I could probably watch all four seasons while I'm playing some Borderlands with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then catch up to you guys by season five and start watching it episode by episode. Cause... So that's a lot of our voices in your ear, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's fine. We'd love um, to have you on board. And all of your, your co-hosts seem to be awesome. So right now it's, you were saying it was you and Alex and then Marcy and there was one other person, I think, right? Well, yeah, me, Mars, and Alex started it and did season one. And yeah, I was always like, let's do season one and see see how it goes, see how we feel. Uh, Marcy and I felt pretty good. Alex got burnt out after one season of uh, Star Trek. 
So he he dropped out, and we weren't really sure. We were kind of thinking we wouldn't come back to it, uh, but we took a break. And then we went to a friend's wedding, and we, some of our like old friends from Alaska, we're all from Alaska, but now live in Oregon, but some of our old friends who still live in Alaska who are at the wedding were like, yeah, we've been listening to it. It's great. We, you guys got to keep doing it. And so we kind of <laughs> got, I don't know, meeting fans in person. We're like, oh, this isn't bad. Maybe we can keep going. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, we found Rob as now our co-captain. Is he the and... one that doesn't laugh? <laughs> <laughs> He's the one who doesn't laugh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he makes us laugh. And uh, yeah, yeah still, it still Great. works. He's a different energy. But I think what my favorite part about the show, I think, is that we all have kind of different perspectives and energy that I feel keeps it balanced, at least keeps me interested in uh, the discussions. So, yeah. And it's, I don't mean to like, you guys, you guys did, did just do a podcast about it. So I don't think it's a spoiler at this point. Mm-hmm. But it seems as if Marcy's kind of taken a break as well. Yeah. No. Yeah, she will be leaving after season four. She's going to stay through season four. Although I think she's already picked up uh, guesting spots in like four of the first seven episodes of season five. <laughs> so it'll be a, a slow wean off. Um, yeah, it's addictive, kind of, man. It's hard. Yeah, well, Jane, I mean, apparently there's a lot of good episodes in season five, too. There she is. wants to talk Definitely. about. So, yeah, we are now... Um, kind of wondering what to do about that we, we you guys taking applications because i know a certain trekkie that would love to probably watch star <laughs> trek i can't and replace marcy it, it marcy has a, a buoyancy she's hilarious yeah and she has we like went. this this very um strong uh willingness to confront cameron's absolutely she feels that they're incorrect <laughs> i'm i'm much more of a like you're perfectly fine to hold that, but I 100% disagree, and that's all I'll say about it. So, like, I don't know that it would really work the same way. So, and it's, and if I'm just a guest on Green Shirt every once in a while, like I was for the episode Night Terrors that you should go download and listen to, it was um, a good one. It was a good it was. one. It's way easier for me because then I can just share my love of Star Trek and I don't actually have to do any work. Um, <laughs> speaking of my love for Star Trek, though, this is probably as confrontational as I'll ever get with you, Cameron. <laughs> as a person who me, bro. your show pretty, like, I don't want to say religiously. I'll say regularly. Um, I prefer religiously. I know that you do, and that's why I didn't say it. So... <laughs> um. Do you guys okay? So there's some. I'm not all the way through season one yet. I'm watching on from both. I'm listening from both ends of the catalog, right? So that I can. Yeah, I want to get your perspective on that. (laughs) It's really enjoyable because it's it's. So usually, what happens is I'll get into a run where I'm like, oh, I know the next three episodes they're gonna do in this timeline, so I'm gonna listen to that. It's kind of like my own (laughs) Kelvin verse thing going on. Yeah. Um. So I don't know the basis quite yet of a hundred percent of the of the running jokes right and i i feel a little bit left out on that so i'm just gonna ask you while i have you here do you guys oh. call them teleporters just to upset trek fans <laughs> like that has to be I, the only reason you do it right i wish i could say yes i think we're just wrong about it i think i so we end every episode with the sound effect of a transporter I know, and I mean, it took me forever because I would Google search. I like I I need to pull that sound effect in for the end of the episode, and I would Google search teleporter and be like, "Where is that sound effect? I know it's called teleporter nine dot mp three. Where is it on my computer?" And I it would usually take me a couple minutes before I'm like, "Oh, transporter. That's right. Let's try transporter nine. Oh, there it is." 
See, but it's so consistent that I was like, oh, at some point somebody pointed it out to them and they were like, you guys were committed. We're going to call it teleporter every time now. I think this because is the you first even, time. Because you use it as a verb, too. You're like, well, then they teleport down to the planet. And it's like, <laughs> I, I'm pretty really sure the words are interchangeable. And I and they are. And I and I fully appreciate that. But, you know, <laughs> as that Trekkie, and I'm sure I'm not the only one of those Trekkies listening to sure. your show. As that Trekkie, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, this is like a really good running meta joke where they're, <laughs> they're totally doing it on purpose, right? Uh, so from now the thing on, we've, we have gotten... You, you should say, yes, it's totally a running meta okay. joke. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. We, we just do it to poke you, you, you Trekkies. <laughs> Thank you, you Trekkies. That's what I we've got called out on. It's calling it Star Trek. I dude, but, even uh, the I gotta make I, an edit marker real quick so I can. My favorite Star Trek podcasts in the world, including yours, like half of them, I've heard track. Like it, I don't. <laughs> it's hard I not to say. It, you know what I honestly think it is? It's just a slight difference in like where people are from in the country and how they sound when they say "e," Could and then be. like, but when it gets committed to a recording, even those who are don't think they're saying it are going, "Oh, I'm definitely saying track." Like. <laughs> It's, I hear it now when we do it, but yeah, I don't, and I don't. I, I. That's one of those things. So I've known people in real life who say, "Hey, how was the latest Star Trek?" Just to mess with me. So I assumed <laughs> that that's part of where your runner for the teleporter came from. But I'm okay with it. I'm not mad at you guys. I just wanted to know if that was on purpose or not. <laughs> just disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it's. But you know what? It's okay because it's. I, like I said it's a really good show like i don't have a ton of time to listen to podcasts that aren't from the twist my arm network so when i put one into that slot i really like to commit to it and i mean you guys have a great back catalog uh much like uh cheap seat has a huge back catalog that i will it mm -hmm. will literally take me a couple of years to get through it you know <laughs> but i'm grateful for that because those are the kinds of shows that i really like the shows that i can get to know and that i can spend a lot of time with and that i can you know, look forward to the next one, and I know that's not the last one available. I am at the point now where I'm caught up with your show, despite listening backwards and forwards. So it's like <laughs> I have to. That's why I have to listen from the start too, right? Because otherwise, I'll there be like fiending for the next episode, like a regular listener, and I don't want to do uh, that. So. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. I know. You, I know you listened to a few before I guessed it on your show, the Seven Button that little rewatch. And then you guess out of mine, but then you kept listening. I was like, oh, I guess he really does like it. He still, he doesn't have to listen anymore. He's got his obligatory, obligatory, obligatory listens all, out already. I, yeah, I'm so it's, you know, as a, as a Trekkie, there are like a million Star Trek podcasts. Right? There's a lot of them, Jesse. Like they're Before really we started, I was like, oh yeah, there's a handful. That's fine. Yeah. And then I got on Twitter and I was like, oh yeah. no, like a, a giant size a, a q sized handful maybe i don't know so many. and i mean i've i've almost always look for like a tng themed podcast right because that's where i'm steeped the best that's where i can mm -hmm. you know really get into the show and stuff like that but man a lot of people that are sitting and watching qtng it's just like why are you doing this as a podcast this is so boring <laughs> like I, just because there are so many podcasts and mm -hmm. it's like you know by default some of those are gonna be like eh. so i've tried a lot of them and it, and i'm not blowing smoke like i landed on your podcast after we met it was like okay now i'm gonna listen to this show a couple times like you said to get to know it and then i was like yep i'm definitely in like everybody on your show has a great dynamic like you said the energy is really balanced you can tell that you guys are all friends but nobody's really like 
okay, well, I don't want to hurt your feelings or, you know, I don't want to talk bad about your your favorite Star Trek character. <laughs> it's like, you guys all have your opinions and you share them and they're that. Yeah, it's it's it does have that feeling of improvised comedy. So it's interesting to know that you came at it from like kind of a filmy background because it really feels that way. And I really, really like that about it. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, that's I mean, that's I don't know if that's what we went for. I think after the fact, it was like, oh, that's that's kind of what we have. It was kind of like, again, how did this get made is probably my favorite podcast of all time. And definitely a big inspiration. And I think afterwards, I was like, oh, we kind of got that dynamic. I'm kind of the Paul and Alex slash Rob is kind of the uh, the Jason and Marcy's the June. And yeah, we sort of we sort of all filled those roles. And maybe maybe we'll work if they work. It works. I, I, okay. I vouch. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've sometimes wondered, like, are we too irreverent for Trek fans, but too detail-oriented for, like, casual listeners? Uh, it's, it's, it's a tricky balance, but, you know, as I long as we're having a, a good time. I think it's a short enough show that it's not, like, you do go into detail with some things, but it's not like you're talking for two and a half hours mm-hmm. and spending, you know, 25 minutes on some ridiculous green screen effect or something you know what i mean sure i mean we do but i cut a crap load out of my episodes again sure and i mean film editor background that's just kind of naturally what i started doing and that's good because you know like you know what the people want got to give them what they want (laughs) i hope i I hope but no it's and i and i was gonna say that it's perfect because it's like a lot of a lot of people aren't looking for that two and a half hour long episode. If they are, they're diehard Star Trek fans and they're looking sure. for that kind and of. And they've got that. It's out there. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think but, having having Marcy yeah. there to be like the more, you know, the closest to the diehard Star Trek fan, right? Mm-hmm. But without having her be like, "Hey, Cameron, it's it's transporter." Like without <laughs> having her do that every thirty seconds. You know what I mean? Like right, yeah, somebody yeah. that like for somebody like me that notices it, but that's like I have to listen to every episode of this anyway. Like it doesn't ruin it for me. It's just one of those things that I notice. I think you guys for that for that because you're talking about that kind of Trek fan, right? Like yeah, somebody who's okay we are. with the yeah with the irreverent humor, but that also will get the very intelligent jokes. If I may, like oh. you guys there's been a few jokes that you guys have made where I'm like, okay, I'm going to look that up so that I can act like I know what they were talking about when <laughs> I talked to them. Um, but yeah, like the deep, the deep movie cuts, like the deep music cuts. I mean, like even some of the deep Star Trek cuts, like I'm, I've been, you know, as, as the newbie, I've been impressed with some of the stuff that you've pulled from prior episodes. You're like, well, what about this detail? And I'm like, dude, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't remember that either. Man, you know? the so, things you will learn and remember about Star Trek doing a Star Trek podcast. I mean, I listened to the episode like three times while editing, basically. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> no, it, it lodges when, in there. And you play like little games and stuff on your show, too, don't you? We try to. We've, we've done different segments over time. Um yeah, we, we, we did quizzes a lot. We kind of tapered off a bit just because it's always added to the running time. But when we get inspired, we still do them. We like to have fun. And what is that exactly? <laughs> fun? Well, no, no, no. The, the, the segment <laughs> you were talking about? Oh, like just quizzes. Every episode, we just quizzes, try to find quizzes. something and be like, uh, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do like uh, uh, rogues, like lovable rogues in movies. We'll do a quiz about that or a quiz about uh, what Marcy yeah. do once, like disinte- disintegrations. Uh, disintegrations and really evaporations good. yeah that one had that terminator 2 scene in it and I yes
Yeah, how like uh, just I mean, our last episode we went deep on Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator, and like just Schwarzenegger movies in general get brought up a lot on the Star Trek podcast. Oh man, and I think I I laughed so hard on your latest episode too, just with that, the whole horse thing with <laughs> like like well, what what laugh is face infectious. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you can get her on a roll, like you can't help but laugh with her. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just because it was the first time we hadn't had a guest in a while, but we all were. Uh, it was, it was a lot of I, the... I left a lot editing it. People at my work were looking at me like, "What's going on over there?" <laughs> yeah, I I laughed a lot listening to it for sure. I had to, I, you know, I was trying not to laugh too loud because Kylie's working, and I don't like to embarrass <laughs> myself. But yeah, it was it was a good time. So, uh, what's what's been one of your favorite episodes so far to review like we went through obviously one of your favorites is season mm -hmm. four mm -hmm. but what's your favorite like episode like what would be the best review for someone to go listen to of green shirt oh like the best episode of our show or yeah. of next year uh of our show i don't know i i mean that's probably a better question for jesse who's consumed so much of it recently i know i like uh i remember the first season ones more clearly for some reason uh i liked i feel like Episode seven, Justice, was our, our our first like good episode where I felt like we finally kind of figured out the format. Yeah, uh, the big goodbye I think was episode eleven, maybe. But the big goodbye was the first like real holiday episode. I just like that one because I feel like it was one of the few times like I had thoughts in my head and they came out the way I thought them in my head. Like listening back, <laughs> I was like, oh, I made that point well. That doesn't always happen. <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, going on, uh, Icarus Factor, I remember, was a fun one that had Riker's dad. And then recently, uh, it's always fun when we've started doing more guests. We kind of, like, started trickling them in, especially in season two. And now we almost always have a guest. Not always, but almost always. And uh, it's fun when they can kind of, like, gel with the episode. So we had a family counselor on for, like, a really Troy-heavy episode. And so that was that one was a lot of fun because she lot, added a lot of insight to that. Also, she was kind of a green shirt, so that was always kind of a, a fun vibe to get. And then uh, we we presented some of the cast to her for her to psychoanalyze, and that that was good fun. Yeah, if I may, that actually that guest in particular, that was a great episode. And to hear her kind of be like, you know, not really familiar with the series, mm -hmm. but still be able to pretty accurately go, this character is this, this character is this, and this character is it was like wow like <laughs> it kind of makes it kind of reinforces the the point that the show unfortunately makes which is troy is not always great at her job like <laughs> because like she wasn't able to just walk in and go this this and this in almost every right so you know i guess they really need her too but i sure. it, yeah and you guys you guys have had i, I there have been so many different guests that i was like how are they how is every guest that they bring on dropping just like killer jokes? Like everybody that you guys have is either gels with you guys so well that they're like slinging the exact same kinds of jokes as you mm -hmm. and it fits perfectly, or they provide an entirely different joke energy. And it's like, it somehow just mixes well. Like you guys had an episode with your friend who hadn't watched an episode that he was there to review. <laughs> Yeah, that happened one time. There's some miscommunication, was, and he hadn't watched the episode. That was one of your best episodes. <laughs> I laughed so hard in that because, like, half the stuff that he guessed, having having seen some Trek, was correct. Uh -huh. 
and the other half was so wildly incorrect that it was like, <laughs> just as good like yeah I, it, it's good. very impressive good. very impressive. It, was, it was one where at the end we're like i think we pulled that off i think that worked out okay but we weren't sure going in knocked it out of the park good that's uh that's kind of like the first thing to do is watch the right episode right? <laughs> <laughs> he, thought, he thought we were going to get there and it's going to be like an mst3k sort of situation or something oh yeah man that would be that would be a good time too with like anything at this point i mean most people i mean i guess not most people but i don't know if you get that technology and and (laughs) you know guests come on and watch an episode with you and just bash it to bits if you like if you like mystery science theater 3000 you can go donate right now i'm pretty sure to help them make some more of that get the next only if you're listening live i think today's the last day to do it oh well Uh, you're not able to do it so josh cut this out because this is not live (laughs) yeah yeah let me make Uh, a marker for that theater 3000 is cool (laughs) yeah the the kickstarter just ended i'm sure you can go uh go to the add-on to add to the funds but yeah yeah um so we should we should mention that John Bolds joined us this season too as a producer. He's not a, a full host, but uh, he's definitely there and adds to the mix. I, I don't want to leave him out. He was a guest a couple times, a good friend. Uh, and then, you know, when the pandemic hit, we started just recording virtually, uh, which we all actually kind of love now. We'll probably keep doing. Uh, it helps my job a lot editing because all the tracks are nice and clean. And uh, Jesse will be probably be able to notice there's a sharp difference in the editing quality from pre and post pandemic and uh and then and then we realized we could get guests on who don't live in town that you know all of our friends who live across the states um so that was that was exciting and yeah john kind of adds that uh he's marcy is passionate about the characters and that's what i love about her and that's kind of what we're looking i want a female voice just because i think that perspective is important to have and it's just a nice aesthetic i think in podcasts just to have a different okay, type okay, of sounding on. voice Let's- I'm going to make you a Craigslist ad right now. So, do it, do it. So and we're be looking... passionate about the characters. That's what I love that Marcy brings. No, but John brings like the nerdy know-how. <laughs> and so he's he's our fact checker now. He just he just chimes in with the facts. Okay. He is, he's the one that reads off like what everybody's in, right? Like all the different shows that people are in. That's, that's actually Rob's. Guy. The IMDb Rob, minute. Okay. That is Rob. That's his, his okay. game. Fish so, stick. John, <laughs> he's, he's in charge of the... Uh, the jag sound yeah he's, oh. he runs our sound effects he makes sure everyone's sounding good he the and jag I, sound. the episode that i was there he did provide some really good insight and he had the exact same thought that i had at the very start of the episode that we watched so it was like i appreciated that and it it helped me to feel not that i felt like unwelcome of course but it helped me to feel like okay i'm part of this space these are just regular people who watch star trek because to me it was like I'm on a Star Trek podcast. This is like <laughs> I'm a little bit starstruck, you know, for lack of a better term. Like this is so cool. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it, I think my favorite thing about Rob is how precisely opposite his energy is to yours. Like, mm-hmm. you will be going on a run, and he'll like just kill it with this perfectly deadpan um, delivered line. It's so well. Done. Oh yes, like there are so many times I'm editing. Oh. I'm like Marcy and I. We we are both so stubborn and so much alike in that way, and we're just arguing and arguing. I'm like, I've got to cut out of this. I got to cut out of this soon. But I don't know how to end. And then Rob always swoops in with just like the perfect ending to any like <laughs> conversation that's going too long. 
That's wonderful. Yeah. You need that though. I feel like you sometimes yeah. you need someone to butt in and be like, okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> your five minutes is up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, what are your what are your plans for so you're on season four, almost on season five, are there what seven seasons? Seven seasons, yeah. And then uh yeah, can't wait to get to the movies. Uh I mean right now we're thinking we will do DS9 when that starts. I think it starts like mid season six. Okay. Um, and so producer John, he is a huge DS9 stand. That's his show. So he's going to co-host that, that with me and he's going to edit that. So I don't have to take away that extra time. I would never be able to run two shows at once. Um, but I'm, I'm happy to talk about two shows at once. So <laughs> yeah, we sh- we'll do that and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. You know, uh, I, I, I'm really cool. looking forward I to Voyager watched... based on the premise alone. It. Voyagers, I think is going to be my jam, but I never watched Voyager. The show. I me neither. Me neither, Josh. The only, the only ones I watched were Next Generation, uh, the original, and like the first four episodes of Discovery. Yeah. Our That's next episode one. we're recording is Cupid, which is the Robin Hood one, which is I feel like the episode <laughs> that that turned me off of watching Star Trek Next Generation <laughs> in high school. Like I'd see ads yeah. for that, and I was like, "Well, that looks stupid. That's why am I going to watch a Starship show where they're playing Robin Hood?" So I, I signed up in for, for that discussion. Here. I signed up for a show here pretty soon. Yeah, you're coming on. You and Kylie, which, Josh. Uh, oh, yeah, which which one was it? I, I don't have my uh my schedule up right now. I don't uh well we have our nerd squad <laughs> spreadsheet. Uh nerd squad pull it up. I like yeah. that. I should I should give my schedule a nice cool name. It's <laughs> mine's just TMA schedule. Oh, well, hey, you know what you're getting into. Uh Josh and Kylie are on Season four, episode twenty-three, the host. Oh, the host. That's right. No that's idea right. what that's okay. about. Okay, that one's a good one. I like that <laughs> one. A good, lot. good. We're on. We got you on for a good one. Yeah, We're looking forward to having you. Uh, I. It's gonna be like I'm going in the enemy territory, man. I'm gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no, no. Wear my Star Wars shirt, my Star Wars socks. That's fine. I, I know, know. I know. You got some questions for me at the end, and I know that you're gonna. Approve oh, yeah. before I land on things, Josh. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I've heard this already since yeah. Jesse's like your your uh, pod rival. <laughs> That's right. Whatever. Pod brothers and pod rivals. <laughs> it works. I mean, it's yeah, for sure. Um, and you guys are planning on doing the movies too, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll do some for sure. Some big ones. Try to get all the hosts back for the movies. That's that's the best way to do it. Definitely. <laughs> But it is fun. I mean, start the next generation is kind of perfect for this. I feel like uh, because I mean, it 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 is good. Like I'm a fan. I I was a fan of Star Trek before the next generation. Uh, I mean, I I grew up on the original series and the movies were my big thing. The original cast movies I loved. Um, So I I mean, I I'm definitely very much enjoying watching the next generation. And as we talk about in the show a lot, like it's the cast that makes it, the cast and the actors and the characters. Um, but it being a product of late 80s, early 90s television, there's a lot to make fun of. And oh I think, my God. I mean, that's where the fun comes in. Like, we can praise all the great ideas and the great acting and make fun of some of the less than stellar aspects of medium budget, early 90s science fiction television. Man, I have a video that pops up on my timeline every once in a while because. I think it's about every three years I, I run through next generation, you know, the whole thing again. Just mm-hmm. just because it's like how I met your mother. I do the same thing with that show for whatever <laughs> I need reason. To again for that one. But um 
there's one scene in particular where like data slaps picard and he has the most over dramatic like he spins around and bangs <laughs> on the wall and like I think i've seen the skiff throws his head back and falls down oh man it just makes me laugh so hard every time because it's just a slap it's just a data slap Boop. And, uh, oh man i guess, it's, well, I mean, I guess I, it's showing that he's a strong android that could yeah, slap oh. the shit out of you <laughs> well i've seen that video of like Worf getting his ass kicked over and over again like there's a famous video of just every scene of that so i yeah. kind of need to expect that it's still shocking like how much they kick Worf's ass in this show Anyway, and he's always about flying podcast. over, always yeah. flying over the console. Like, and I get it. It's like, okay, we'll have him fight the Klingon to show how badass the alien is. Because if he can beat up a Klingon, but we never get to see Worf be the bad. You have to establish him as this ultimate fighter, but they never did. Well, so you just see only him get in, his ass over and over and over again. You're only in season four. I feel like you get more into maybe, it. Maybe, maybe DS Nine they get into it. Can we get Cameron's rendition of the Klingon theme? Please, <laughs> I love the Klingon theme. Whenever I think the Klingon episodes are some of my favorite, honestly, a reunion might be my favorite episode that we've seen so far, which introduced little Alexander. Uh, and whenever they show up, you know, you get that and the ship shows up, the bird of prey. Oh God, I get the feels every time. <laughs> I'm getting it right now. I so I just yeah. listened to you guys do um, that episode. Uh, where his brother shows up and then there's like some mm. deception with the Romulans and then there he's like, you know, well, what are you going to do about it? And he's like this. And then all these uh, bird of praise. Oh, up. yeah. So cool. And, and the theme kicks in and Worf has a moment where he actually gets to be like, oh, I'm a threat now. You know, mm. and I remember hearing you geek out about it. And it, I'll be honest with you, growing up, the Klingon episodes were never really anything special for me because it was like. I don't know. As a kid, I was probably too like, I don't want to know about the culture. I want to know about, you know, like they're talking a lot about battle, but they're not in battle. Like what's going on? Um, but as an adult, you know, I can really appreciate that a lot more. And I think seeing it through your eyes and hearing how much you appreciate it has really helped me kind of look at it with a fresh set of eyes. Um, they're not quite as wide as Gowron's, but they're like, they're, they're pretty. <laughs> and yeah. I just, and I, and like Star Trek, you know, but the universe of Star Trek is so rich with passion from fans in every arena, right? Like, mm -hmm. like you said, when you went to Twitter, it was like, boom, here's all these crazy Star Trek podcasts. Here's all these Star Trek, you know, um, novelty accounts. Like, mm -hmm. so for, sudden but inevitable we talk firefly so we followed the jane statue account, yes right yeah so I've you seen guys that. have there's so many great star trek accounts there are day, you know there was tng season eight which of course is you know basically lower decks writer's room now um but now there's like there's commander kern and there's mm -hmm. There's Coach Gowron. I oh, love Coach Gowron. Oh, Gowron. Coach Gowron's He's good. One of my favorites. Like, I think uh, Captain Kirk's dildo is just my favorite. And it's just a picture <laughs> of him with that rock that looks very suggestive. Yep. Riker Googling <laughs> is a great one, too. Riker Googling is one of my favorites. It's There's so many good ones. Swear Trek. I don't know if you do mm, Swear Trek. I do love That was one of the first ones I found. Where I was like, okay, we're yeah. with good people. Yeah, Swear Trek is like, because it's it's blue for the sake of it, but you get it right like yeah. it's not yeah. it's not over the top blue for the sake of it it's like the j the joke is that they don't swear and it would be funny like <laughs> yeah 
and they kind of like they do go to so they go to such eloquent lengths not to swear sometimes that it's almost more impressive like mm -hmm. i you know um for example when I, I just listened to the episode where uh jordy is on the planet with the romulan and then tom okay. is like hey i gotta you know i gotta get my guy back yeah and Picard, I don't know if you guys use the clip, but he says something like, I'm really impressed that you're so worried about this one guy, but I'm trying to avoid a war, okay? And it's like, that's about as close as you can get to being like, <laughs> I don't believe you at all, and you're a shitty liar, without actually saying that. Like Picard, or yeah, Picard is just like the master at the diplomatic fuck yous. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of impressive. It's super impressive, especially as a green shirt fan, when you get to hear all of Picard's diplomatic fuck yous in Sean Connery's dulcet Scottish tones. I don't know what you're talking about, Jesse. I, I was just going to say because you're not a listener, but for those of us you who have... are listeners, your Con your Picard impression kind of comes across. I genuinely, I think it was the first episode. I genuinely came on like, well, I gotta, I gotta do a Picard impression if I'm going to quote Picard, and he's going to say this. He's going to say number one, we've got to go down to the planet and shave the the planeteers because the prime directive is the number one thing in this galaxy besides archaeology which is number one uh, and maybe shakespeare that's also 1.5 and uh it just kind of came out a little sh sean connery and then i tried to do better the next time and still sound kind of with sean connery and by the third time i was like i just gotta own this and apparently that's what people come away from our podcast remembering is the sean connery picard accent so I'm glad I could provide that to the world. It's if not I good. May. It's not even a good Sean Connery accent. So if I may, I think the reason that we love it is because it is not a good Picard, but it makes total um, intuitive sense, right? Because in our heads, every time we try to do Picard, we're like, okay, how do you how do you like use gravitas? Okay, you got to get a little deeper. Okay, you got to maybe press your lips a little bit like he's angry. <laughs> And like when you get deep and you parse your lips, it makes it hard to say your S's. So it's like, oh no, I'm just Sean Connery. I've become well, Sean Connery. Like it just it happens. Like, but yeah, I I don't know if there's a way to do a Patrick Stewart impression. I think the only way to do it is to be like super super relaxed and maybe like a couple of drinks into a, a long <laughs> I night. Think maybe drinking. yeah. Because you have to have no pressure on yourself, right? Like it has to just it just has to slide out. Like to I, embody. I can't do it. Yeah, the Pat Stew. It's pressure. That's yeah, that's, that's true. But of course, I think I just for, it. I think just for the interview's sake, we should all give our best Picard, <laughs> uh, uh, rendition of uh, well, the line number one. Oh, make it so. Number we'll one. We'll start with Jesse. Oh, I'm sorry. Just Jesse, give me your your Picard impression. Let's hear it. The first duty of every Starfleet officer is to the truth, be it scientific truth or historical truth or personal truth. It is the guiding principle upon which Starfleet is based. And if you can't find it within yourself to stand up for what's right, then you don't deserve to wear that uniform. What? That wow. sounded like somebody. I'm... Who did that sound like? It sounded fairly Scottish, kind of. In a, in a way, deeper the Scott, the Scottish. It's a, it's a British Scott actor. I'm going through all my Harry Potter actors to try and pinpoint the British actor that sounded like. But you did us. It's 
Was it a Lupin? I, Did he sound a little like Lupin? Maybe, there? Ooh, maybe a Lupin. Maybe a Lupin. I don't know who that maybe, is. Maybe maybe a little, little Colin Firthy. I don't know. Ah, oh, I'll take that as a compliment. Okay. Well, absolutely, yeah. you should. Yeah, that that could be. Okay. Giving um, me a Josh. As Picard. So. <laughs> I I don't. Number one, make it so. Oh, no, who is that? Is that Jason Isaacs? I don't know. <laughs> so, no, that's it's um, a, it's a bad Picard. Is what it is. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. It's a real Rock snivelly. Rock. It's it's a it's an imperial. From the oh, okay, okay, yeah. Make oh, is it is it that Weasley? <laughs> yeah. What what's his name? Oh, who is the Weasley? Is it, and... is it Huxley? Yeah. Hux, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's. Hux. Yeah, for okay. The sake, right. For the sake of balance, Josh. To be fair, number one, make it so. Oh, that was that was actually pretty good. It was. That was good. That All was right, Cameron. All right, show us up with your no. Stop it. One hundred percent five star triple A Picard impression. This is this is like the best Picard impression ever. Rocker, my boy, make it show. <laughs> yeah. Make it show. That might be just and just so you know, big kind of bombshell Perfect. here. You might be able to get a t shirt with uh Captain uh <laughs> Captain Picconry. Captain Picconry saying make it show on it. Coming oh, to a man. merch store near you soon. I'll purchase one of those for sure. No. I'm I'm not even I'm not even like I like Trek, but obviously, you know, I, I that'd be the only Trek shirt that I would have. So <laughs> That counts, right? That's fair. Well, they're good. You need one. Everyone needs one. That I have a Star yours. Wars shirt and a pair of socks for every day of the week. <laughs> I was just going to say. But that's, this is like this Wiley, this Mega Man shirt that I have on is probably the only one that I have that's not a Star the only Wars only non-Star Wars shirt. <laughs> Look, I've got my, uh, oh, can you see my little Jabba on my shirt? Oh, very cool. Was, yes. Yes. I was going to say, this is in case you couldn't tell. The only green, green shirt, shirt that I own, <laughs> like, because it's the same one I wore to your show and the same one that I wore when you were on our show. I, no, you wore it. Just, didn't you wear your uh, command shirt for our show? Oh, you know what? I think I did wear my command shirt for your you were, show. You were fancy. Well, I was a visiting captain and I was on the bridge. It's true. It's true. We appreciated <laughs> it. I, dude, I had so much fun. Like, it, seriously, if you haven't, go download episode <laughs> 90. No, 89? 89? 89, I think. Wait, maybe 90. 90. Go down to episode 90. It's called Orange Sticks. <laughs> and You'll find out what features, those sticks are. It features me talking about Night Terrors with Cameron and the Green Shirt crew. And just yeah, it's you, 90. You, the only reason I'm telling you to go is because you will hear how much fun I had. Not because I'm going to like give you crazy good Star Trek insight. You're just going to hear me having a blast. So it was, Jesse was check fun. that out. Jesse was our first kind of podcast share guest host. Um, I mean, I guess some of our previous hosts had podcasts, but they were they were on because they were friends of Rob, not because they had podcasts. And uh, so he, he he was a little bit of an experiment, and it worked out really well. He was a great, ah. great guest. He fit in very well with all of his Star Trek love and knowledge and yet ability to poke fun at it. My day's made. My whole week is made. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. And he he uh, he supplied his own accent for multiple characters, and it knocked my Picard out of the water. So go listen oh, to find oh, out. It did not. It did not. Go find out what accents he gave to who. 
It sounds like I have some. Big I think you're so good. I'm I'm so excited to to do a Star Trek podcast. I've the amount of like podcasts I've done that are not Star Trek is crazy. <laughs> so it's I like would 100%. like to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be it'll be a good experience for sure. Um, Absolutely. Jesse, do you have any other uh, any other main talking points for Cameron here? Um, I don't know that I had any other specific Trek questions for Cameron other than I do want to tell everybody who is listening to this show right now there is going to be what is called except for you Steve well specifically not Steve yeah and screw you Steve we know you live in Michigan so um (laughs) there's going to be what's called a guest off if you don't know what a guest off is, that's because we just made it up last week on Twitter. <laughs> we're still figuring out what it is. <laughs> and we don't know how it works yet. But Cameron and I are going to meet on a neutral battleground mm. uh, hosted by Sean, all right, of Cheap Sea Reviews. Um, and I'm not sure if um, Andrew and Sam are going to be participating in that yet. We're still, like I said, we're working out all the details. But basically what it is, is one podcaster challenges another to debate on a topic, a very specific topic. And then they go to a neutral podcast to have that debate where the crew of that podcast decides the winner. It's kind of like PTI, but with pop culture stuff. And instead of experts, it's podcasters. So Cameron and I are going to be discussing the, what do we call the merits of Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. And we're going oh. to be debating which of yes. those two movies is, and I don't remember if it's the best MCU movie or the better MCU movie, but we're going to debate which of those two movies is the better movie overall. Because whatever mm-hmm. the setup it is, Cameron and I will have it in for each other, like on an extra level anyway. So phasers out. If you interesting like um confrontational podcasts between people who like to make puns <laughs> then i think you know where to find that keep your eyes and ears open on the twist my arm network and on the sudden but inevitable rewatch as well as the twitter feeds for both of those at twist my arm cast and at sudden but to get more details on the upcoming guest off and there will be more guest offs in the future so stay tuned other than it's that like... i don't think I have any other questions for Cameron other than okay. would you like to show us the tattoo that you've been pretending you don't have this entire interview? Did I I got two tattoos. Which one? Ooh. You're probably talking about the start. Yeah, yeah, well. So my first son, my only son, Atreyu, named after the Neverending Story oh. character. So we have okay. the Orin yep. for him. Where is it? Nice. There it is. Yep. And then my daughter was named Rebel and we were huh. now my wife and I had picked out our son's name, Atreyu Jedi, since you know, two years into our relationship. Uh and, and we were together a long time before we had kids. So we did knew we right away. Become best friends. But then we had a daughter and we did not know what to name her. And then one day she was like, Well, what about Rebel? And I was like, Ah, oh, like David Bowie. And she was like, Or Star Wars. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> even better. So yeah, so I have the Rebel Alliance with the David Bowie lightning bolt. So, so her name is Rebel Scum, right? (laughs) I was tempted to go Rebel Rebel for the David Bowie song. 
No, she is Rebel Jane. You know this, Josh. Jane or yes. uh, Jane Cobb. That's wonderful. Which, for those of you that don't know, while we're on the subject of plugs, we'll do more plugs at the very end. But holy cow, we just had a episode of SBI where we interviewed Jane Cobb himself. Um, Mr. Adam Baldwin came and visited the show. So check that out. It's an amazing, amazing episode, guys. It was really good. Josh did a fantastic job interviewing him, and he did a fantastic job answering the questions. I I mean, I heard a lot of stuff as a big Firefly fan I hadn't heard before. He was definitely eager to share behind-the-scenes stories. and He was a professional, man. I didn't do anything. Yeah, I didn't I didn't do anything. He led me. He he was like, oh, you're new at this. Let me take your hand. <laughs> and when you can tell at the end, he's like, I've got certain stories I want to tell. So we're going to yeah, get there. For sure. And it was it was like, like I've said before on a couple, I think on a couple other shows by now, we have been just riding that high ever since. We're like, <laughs> dude, podcasting is where it's at. Podcasting mm-hmm. is how you have fun like so yeah yeah definitely definitely check that episode out you 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 probably won't regret it and if you do i don't care as long as you download it <laughs> send me an email and let me know how you feel twist my podcast at gmail.com we'll, we'll we'll discuss um and like i said so that'll end part one of plugs we'll get to part two of plugs after sure. this next segment Ooh, which segment. is Actually, I have two segments for the. I I made a special one for this. I did Uh-oh. I did this for the Beard Owl podcast as well. I did a little bit of Weird Owl trivia. That's the one I so, didn't listen to for prep. <laughs> perfect, but I'm not doing Trek trivia. I'm actually calling this one Trekking Decisions. Okay. So, so it's a kind of like our lightning round. It's a this or that, but based on Star Trek. Okay. And, and based on characters. And when Josh gets through. I'm going to throw a couple of bonus ones at you that he does not have written down just Ooh. to keep you on your green toes. That's right. Okay. okay. You ready? I'm hit me. Here we go. Kirk or Picard? Uh, Kirk. Oh, Romulans or Klingons? Klingons. Okay. <laughs> Spock or Riker? Uh, Spike, Spock, Spock. Well, Riker was born in my hometown. Biker. Uh, but Spock. Okay. All right. Scotty or LaForge? Ooh. <laughs> See, I told you I grew up on the original cast. So I got, I got Scotty. Okay. These were, yeah, these were my heroes yeah. as a child. Pulaski or Crusher? I, I'm not a Pulaski hater. She brought a lot to that season, I think. And I, I think it would have been fun to see where her character went. But as I say on the podcast, I am crushing on Crusher. I have a huge crush on Dr. Crusher. She is, uh, she's she's my doc. So yeah, Crusher. Beverly. Boing. Beverly. Beverly. Have you ever, I'm here okay. for my checkup. One of my Picard, favorite. You don't need a checkup. I'm here. I took my pants off. I'm ready. Checking up. One of my favorite impressions of Star Trek comes from a comedian named Moshi Kosher. Mm-hmm. If you've ever, if you've never heard him, go look up Moshi Kosher Star Trek impressions, and it's it's wonderful. It's it's talking about how he watches the Next Generation like as background stuff, but like as a depressed college kid. It's 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 pretty funny. So mm-hmm. sorry, I had to I had to I had to bring that out. There. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> Beverly. 
Bapole. <laughs> oh, you're you're gonna do just fine on our podcast, Josh. All right, Jesse, what are your uh, what are your trekking decisions? Okay, Cameron. Yo. Original Enterprise mm-hmm. or movie refit? Which movie? Uh, the motion picture. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, it was good enough to have like a seven minute long spaceship porn sequence for. So, yeah, the motion picture refit. Thank Absolutely. You. Fully agreed. Okay. Now, I'm pretty sure I can ask you this. You've seen Yesterday's Enterprise? Uh, yes. Third Day's Enterprise, I've seen. C or D? Oh, uh, well. Well, C was just uh, a pile of, for some reason, concrete. I don't know what all that concrete was doing in the Enterprise. Uh, but we didn't, did we ever get a good look at it? Not a great look. We did but I will look. I will say alternate history D for sure, because that just looked odd. Whenever, I, I've said this before too, like whenever they go into red alert, I'm excited because the lights go down and everything immediately looks cooler. And yeah, that battle, the, the, the whole like wartime Enterprise D was really cool. I, Yesterday's Enterprise is probably one of my favorites too. That was a really cool episode. Yeah, and it, got, I, it had Shooter McGavin in it. It's which <laughs> immediately elevates it, right? Yeah. That scene oh. at the end where Worf goes under the holodeck and gets hit by the sprinklers, and he's like, ah! like that was <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. Um, what? <laughs> but yeah, that that episode is actually really. Uh, I mean, as I'm sure you know, in the in the fandom canon, like that's sure. high up in the pantheon. Um, it's got to be, yeah. But it's as a person who never really was bothered by the mirror universe episodes of star trek i like that we got it in tng in that way instead of mm-hmm. being like here's evil picard and here's evil Riker." Yeah. which you know i'm i'm interested in checking out the comics because i think that would be fun but i'm mm-hmm. i think in retrospect i'm glad they didn't do that quite, i agree you know to the extent as, as yeah, it was just yeah no yeah it was yeah I, I i feel like they found an organic way to do it that didn't feel super cheesy i mean yeah i mean it was much more interesting interested seeing like desperate wartime picard as opposed to just oh the opposite and specific for them to to delve so far into how different the dynamic between he and Riker would be in that yeah situation was like oh it's yeah like you said like the starship porn in the motion picture this was like the um opposite of competency porn that we normally get right Where, like, right right everybody yeah. knows what they're doing they're kicking ass at their job like they know which buttons to press they're a family um, so they're yeah the last one i think that i have that... you guys lost me at c or d <laughs> let's see if i have to let me think because i you know what let me save this one until after you have um been through season five if you don't mind. okay okay i'll come back after season five yes but it's huge and it's important so tease. oh jeez. <laughs> i yeah i know like too it is kind of we're at an interesting point it's it's been really fun going through and watching this show and being like oh i know that that meme image there's that meme image i've seen like a million times it's now i know the context for it it's so much fun uh, I think there's like two episodes I know about coming up, two big famous episodes. Other than that, I really have no idea what to expect. Like, I kind of knew the best of both worlds, and uh, that was about as far as my next generation knowledge took me. Do you? I promise I will not spoil anything for you, and we'll do this really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know the names of the two episodes 
that are coming up that you're like, I know these are huge. Uh, well, one's the Darmok and Jamoke or something. I think that's your the next yep. one you're guesting on, Jesse. Yes, uh, and then yeah. I don't know the names, but I know I know there's something about four lights. There are four lights in Romulan oh, torture. Right. Okay. So, mm. um, yes, uh, but there are all there's also at least one other like huge episode in season five that I simply cannot wait to see your reaction to. <laughs> Is it called and the Inner Light. Uh, yes. Just because I have been told that that's a big one that everyone's going to want to guest on, so I will also announce now, if you have your thoughts on the inner light, just go find us on Twitter, anyone, because we're going to make a montage of everyone's thoughts on this episode. I don't know what it's about, but Producer John said everyone will want to guest on this episode, so no one can, so we're going to have <laughs> everyone call in with their thoughts, record it, send it to us, and we will... So, play after in. that episode is over... I will ask you my last this or that question. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. All I, I just remember uh, the. I remember season six being fairly dark. I remember Ooh, being like interesting. Kind of, there was some like creepier episodes in season <laughs> Comparatively, six. Comparatively, yeah. I like creepy. Yeah, it just seemed a little more adult oriented. Like they were taking more risks in season six. Oh, yeah, I'm interested to see what happened in season to season because Ford definitely had a personality. Um, they definitely yeah. had had some stuff they wanted to say this season. So, all right. So final final segment. It's the TMA lightning round. I did okay. prepare you for this a little bit. Um, we did change it up, kind oh, of, um, because we want it to be different. Because you know, obviously, obviously, you guys are going to go listen to old episodes and be like, "Oh shit, what am I getting myself <laughs> into?" So. We got to make sure to change it up. Just, I just listened bit. to the entire Tool and Blink-182 discographies. <laughs> to make sure that you had a clear image of <laughs> who right. you liked better. Right. So let's start with that one then. Tool uh, or Blink-182. I, I honestly didn't. I'm going to say Tool <laughs> because there's like, I think Lazarus is the only Tool album I really got into and really enjoyed. But uh, my, my wife's a big Blink-182 fan. Okay. All right. Sweet. That That sounds like... Kylie and I, except for I'm the Blink fan and she's the Tool fan. <laughs> um, all right. Lord okay. of the Rings or Harry Potter? Bit of a Sophie's Choice, but Lord of the Rings. Okay. All right. Now, anime or no Ooh. anime? Because there's no in-between. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not an anime junkie. I like anime. I anime. I like anime. Okay. There, yeah. I, I am the in-between. I, I like it. No, because okay. if you watch it, then your answer can't be no anime. That's true. Okay, anime. All right. Make it simple. Um, and I'm going to throw this one in there again. Marvel or DC? Uh, Marvel. Okay. Um, if you had to choose between the comics, would you go Marvel or DC? Just to dive a little bit. Ooh, see, now I might... I probably have more experience with DC Comics, just because I've actually read some Batman uh, so maybe maybe that because I really I really like that Batman versus Predator comic run. That was good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was. Like, it was good. It's like one of the few runs I read in high school and remembered. So, so Batman or Iron Man? Oh, Iron I, Iron Man. Iron okay. Man. <laughs> All right. And the one question that everyone's always wondering: Star Wars <laughs> or Star Trek? Yeah. So I mean, I did grow up on both, and Star Trek is definitely the bigger part of my life right now but in my heart of hearts i am a star wars boy i 
I would grow up. I remember there was like an ad on TV for like a movie score soundtrack. It was like a bunch of different movie scores. And in it, they would play the Star Wars theme. And as like an eight-year-old, I would get like emotional. I'd be like, one day I'll be a Jedi. One day yes. I'll have my own lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Star Wars. I would like to point out that, you know, had you been falling in love with Star Trek <laughs> Time, you could have thought to yourself, one day I'll be an engineer, or one day I'll be not, a doctor. Or one day I would have, I would have watched the Next Generation as it was airing, and I would not have made a podcast about it, and I would not be here with you guys today. No, I'm. I that's that's what makes it important to me that you didn't, because otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't have a Star Trek podcast in my life that go. I could be like I was on that show. <laughs> now let me pull an Adam Baldwin and flip the tables a little bit and ask you some Wait, questions. Wait, before before oh, you do oh, that, oh, I have okay. a part B. I have a part B oh, to that you question. The, you stopped the table. Okay, I did. Sequels or pre or yeah, uh, oh. sorry, sequels or prequels. Sequels is in seven eight nine. Yeah, uh, yeah. So sequel seven eight nine, all day. Last Jedi might be the best Star Wars movie ever made. Thank it you. Probably is. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go after this. I'm going to go listen to your cheap seat review. Were you on that episode? Phantom no, I'm going to be on. Ep- I'm going to be on episode oh. three. Oh, okay. Episode three. Okay. The good, the good prequel. All right. You know, Cameron, well, I have you here. <laughs> if you'd like to, we were talking about backlogs <laughs> earlier. You can go check out the twist my arm podcast backlog and go find Josh's review of the last Jedi to hear what he, Oh, oh no, 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 no. Wait, actually, that wouldn't help because when he first saw it, he loved it, and then as it as he spent more time with it, he really, oh, interesting, it. interesting. I always figured. I think mm. in the end, it's people will look back on it very fondly. I think it's just at the time. Yeah, and I fully, I, I fully know, understand. Like, because I've I've a lot of Star Wars fan friends that are like, it's not that I hate it. It's just you know several issues that I have with it, and I totally get it. But I'm I'm in the same boat as you, Cam, where I'm like, dude, The Last Jedi might be the most fun I ever had watching a Star Wars movie, personally. And so here's, and I, I don't want to discuss this. I would like to save this for a guest off one day. Yeah, I was going to say, this might that'd be, be yeah. fun. That'd be a fun one. Um, my biggest issue is that movie is wonderful as a standalone. I, like I, that movie I will as happily a, talk to you about my feelings as on a, sequel as trilogy. As a standalone, like... <laughs> The Last Jedi was was a perfect standalone sure. movie along the lines of Rogue One, like because Rogue One was one of the best standalone Star Wars movies, and I would I would put Last Jedi in there as well. Now, in that trilogy, <laughs> I have many many issues. So, sure, um, but, but we'll leave it at one that. sentence so. thought on that. It's just like yeah, if that if what they were going for in Last Jedi had been Episode Nine instead of Eight, that might have worked better. Yes, yes, yes. And if okay, yep. Okay, well, save it. Guest off. (laughs) It's a guest off. Um, So you said you had some questions. Okay, yeah, Josh, or both of you. Yeah, let's go both of you. Star Wars or Marvel? Josh, you answer first, and then I'll answer. Star Wars or Marvel? Star Wars. Marvel. Who would you rather interview, George Lucas or J.J. Abrams? Hmm. Uh, I'd still probably do George Lucas because I think there'd be a lot of fun stories from, like, you know, the 60s and 70s that we could talk about. Sure. (laughs) Where J.J. would probably try and keep it a little more PC. George would be like, I don't give a fuck. 
You think George would get high with you? I should talk about everything. I would. I hope so. (laughs) That would be an awesome experience. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Tweet at him now. Hey, George. (laughs) Let's let's get high and talk uh, for a little bit. For me, it would have to be Abrams because you you have to just be like, so do you know going in that you don't know how you're going out? Or like, (laughs) do you just cash the check? Because I feel like somebody needs to ask him that. Like, and, and you I know agree. what? Like, I don't care, dude. Like, if you're doing it to pay your bills, that's fine. But don't yeah. act like you're doing it from anywhere other than that. Like, when the when he started, you know, they're like, he's doing the Star Trek movie. He's like, yeah, I really liked it as a kid, except I wished it was more like Star Wars. I was like, okay, I don't know how these movies managed to be good despite you, but like, <laughs> it's probably because of my passion. And and honestly, the actors crushed it like and the music really of the new star trek oh, movies was yeah, fantastic score is like mind-blowing but yeah check out the it, measure it, the score episode like on star trek 2009 to hear more about that score so good measure the score in general you should check out they're awesome it's very they're good awesome. If, you, if you want that trek angle yeah they just did the 09 <laughs> score and it was oh very very good okay give me a trigger warning if i'm going to trigger jesse again josh uh would you oh. rather train with luke on the lightsaber or fly with solo Hmm. That's easy. I would probably rather train with Luke. Yeah, you train on the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Fly with Solo, man. Dude, All right. Fly in a plane now. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon is not a plane, Jesse. It may as well be. It's always oh, falling goodness. apart. Oh my goodness. All right. And in true green shirt fashion, better Arnold Schwarzenegger movie: Predator or Conan the Barbarian? Predator. Kindergarten Cop. Sorry. I'd- <laughs> I didn't wait. You won. Time. Nailed it. <laughs> Sorry. I no, I would say I would say Predator too. I would say Predator as well. That movie I don't, is I, good, I, but Conan the Barbarian is good, man. You just like yeah. top every time I watch it. it is. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I and and here's the thing. I'll be honest. I haven't seen Conan since I was probably ten. Maybe too young 11. to watch that movie. Like, That's, that yeah. movie's dark. Significantly, yeah. well, and it wasn't like somebody was like, "All right, here you go, boy." It was like, "What is you know that?" Like, um, so like when I first saw Terminator Two, I was too young, but it was because my cousin was like, "Dude, you just have to see this movie. It's too cool oh, yeah. not to see." You know, so, um, but like I, for me, Predator, like you can you can point to so much in that that became like foundational for like popular sci-fi movies. You know, from that point forward. Yeah, it's, that's true. Like, uh, look, I mean, Predator is great. Well, and pop I, culture reference predator in like every, right. everything well and it's and beyond that it's like i think what makes it so cool is just that the premise is brilliant like yeah one-on-one you don't know where he is but you know he's better than you like <laughs> that's a story you could tell in any skin and that they they put the right sci-fi skin on it was great so um are we entitled to know which half of those answers are correct and which half are not <laughs> I, I don't know if there were correct answers no, no, no. Uh, other than kindergarten cop that was that was the correct we one <laughs> we do ours to like you know help help people align themselves <laughs> with our guests right so like right. when they're going okay well everything cameron has set up to this point sounds totally made up and he probably really hates doing his podcast but now that i know that he really likes these four things on my pop culture list i'm gonna go listen <laughs> Uh, or we right. use it to figure out where to put somebody as a guest on the network. But you, Cameron, obviously have demonstrated you could be on any show on the Twist My Arm Network. I am a pop culture chameleon. 
Yeah. And yeah, for sure. you're very good at what you do. I have mm-hmm. like experienced what you do because I listen to it all the time at work. So well, you. I appreciate that. <laughs> 91 episodes ago, I had no idea, and I still still don't, but I know at least a, a few of you are listening, so we're doing something right. Heck yeah. Um, so give us give us some plugs for, oh, for plugs. yourself and for green shirt. Give us give us all the plugs. Sure, yeah. So you can find Green Shirt. We're on pretty much all the, the podcasting platforms. Uh, if you type in Green Shirt, that should get it. If you can't find it, a Green Shirt, Green Shirt, a newbie strike to the next generation. Uh, lately, I've become more and more active on Twitter with it. So at Green Shirt 87 is where you can find us on Twitter, Green Shirt Podcast, Facebook.com slash Green Shirt Podcast. We'll find you on, on our page on Facebook. And yeah, come to those places, check us out. We we have a good time. And if if I could ask before you go, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I heard you made a horror movie with a puppet. I oughta I oughta plug that too. I I did. I helped my friend Jesse Blanchard. He is the writer director, but uh, I I, I wound that's up becoming the. For anybody listening, my last name I, is not Blanchard. In case you're wondering, that's that's. There's a lot of Jessies in my life. Yeah, Jesse yeah, B's. So. <laughs> Well, the JB's out there. That's right. Uh, but he made a, an, it's the first feature length all puppet movie since, is it since Meet the Feebles? I think so. Uh, but yes, and, and it's a horror movie. It's a hard, R bloody horror movie. The entire third act is called The Orgy of Blood. So it's a good time. It's, uh, it's premiered at a few different film festivals. It's gotten some pretty great reviews from people. We're looking for distribution. Um, so I don't know. We, we might get some some big-name cast members to come in if, if we can make the right connections. But if you kind of go out, puppetcord.com is the main website. You'll be able to watch the trailer there. And, yeah, just kind of spread the word about that. Puppet Core, I think, at Puppet Core is on Twitter. Just kind of get that word out there let these companies know that people want to see this movie so someone will snatch it up because it's 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 really something special i mean i can say that i did i helped a lot uh, i i was the associate producer on it i think but i was just kind of there with jesse a lot just helping work through story issues uh my biggest contribution was probably plotting out the orgy of blood we got if anyone knows the game zombies with three exclamation points uh, we, we broke out all of those and made a map and then used different zombies and characters for all the different characters and just mapped out how everyone was going to die and uh, it was a lot of fun so i was able to to just let my inner horror fan go because with puppets you can kill them in so many ways <laughs> like you are not you are not restricted by human biology. You can put your actors through any, you want to rip off someone's jaw and stab them in the <laughs> eyes with a jawbone. That's not a special effect. You're doing that to the actor that you've watched the entire time. And that's, wow. that's a lot that's, of fun. And as always, Frank we will have it. all of the links for these in these show notes. So if you need the links um, to any of the things that Cameron is talking about, hit up the show notes and uh, they'll be there. Jesse, what kind of plugs do you have? So, Excuse me. It's a good thing this one isn't live. Um, so if you listen to the Sudden But Inevitable rewatch, then you already know that our last episode is coming up. Uh, we're covering the movie, Serenity, and that is the movie, not the pilot, even though they have the same name and are about the same thing and are about the same length. Um, so that's coming up tomorrow live. Um, you won't be able to hear that because this isn't going out before then, but... <laughs> Definitely go back through the Sudden But Inevitable rewatch backlog and check out our 
coverage of the movie Serenity. Then you can listen to our interview, as Josh had mentioned, with Mr. Adam Baldwin, Jane Cobb himself, who sat down with us for about 40 minutes. It was it was mind-blowingly cool. And we talked about the history of the show and a little bit about the future of the show and, you know, how the actors, you know, all feel about where it sits right now and things like that. Um, and then we're going to be taking a little bit of a break, and then we're going to come back in June for season two of Sudden But Inevitable, which will be the Sudden But Inevitable Rebop where we are covering the anime Cowboy Bebop. Now, of course, this time the captain's chair will be shared between Kylie and I because Josh and Ricky have both never seen Cowboy Bebop, whereas Kylie and I both have. So it's a slightly different dynamic than SBI is right now, but I promise you, you're still going to enjoy it. And I think by the end of it, Josh and Ricky are going to be like, okay, what's one more anime that isn't <laughs> bad? And then we'll, we'll find something. Um, as far as my personal plugs go, I think that's probably, I believe that's it for right now. Other than uh, Cameron did mention, I am going to be on his show for the season five. I think that's the premiere, uh, Darmok. Uh, uh, Darmok's uh, episode two or three. Episode, two or three? It's, it's very Yeah, the premiere is like the second half of the oh, episode. Yeah, it's a two, but Darmok's it's one, so episode two. Once they figured out that uh, cliffhanger, you know, conclusion yes, right. formula with oh, season three and four, like they're like, we should just do that. So it'll um, likely yes. be in August or September. Yeah. So definitely keep your ears and eyes open for that. It'll be, you'll have plenty of warning because I'm not going to shut up about it. Um, <laughs> and then the only other plug that I have that really relates to me is kind of a shared plug. Um, and I'll let Josh talk about it, but it is. TMA PodCon 2021. Ooh, I want to hear about this. Yes, so TMA PodCon, it's kind of a it's a thing that we also just kind of made up. <laughs> like, last, I was literally laying in bed, and we were texting in the network chat, and I was like, what if we did, like, a podcast convention? And then it just kind of snowballed from there, and so Basically, what we're doing, uh, PodCon 21, and I'm just going to read the breakdown from our website. If you go to twistmyarmpodcast.com slash TMA PodCon 2021, um, it'll be there. Also, there's a tab on the website. Just go to twistmyarmpodcast.com and look for the PodCon tab. So TMA PodCon 21 is an indie podcast virtual brainstorm event. We want to connect like-minded podcasters who are looking for specifics on how other shows drive audience engagement, create effective promotions, and other things that can only be learned through experience. Um, or like with money, I guess. I... <laughs> oh, man, your writing, Jesse, makes me laugh. Um, but in a way, uh, that's that's not only free, but relatable and easy to benefit from. So basically, we have a registry on our website where you can go and sign up for PodCon if you want to be a part of it. We're, we're having different, basically, workshops where we're talking about editing or we're talking about promoting or audience engagement or equipment or we just have, we're working out all the fine, fine details. But at this point, it's going to be mainly workshops where we're talking about podcasting. So if you want to sign up for that, head to the website and you can uh, put your name, email, and let us know what you would like to do. Jesse. The other thing that we're hoping to put together here is because we feel kind of overwhelmed by how warmly we've been embraced by the podcast community is, you know, especially on, you know, social media and things like that, but specifically the listeners um, and kind of out of nowhere, 
uh, we started Sudden But Inevitable, for example, in, in January, and we just crossed a, a thousand listens at about our 100-day mark, um, <clears throat> which is not something we were expecting. Uh, we were shooting for that um, with some, some pretty specific strategies, but we weren't expecting it to, to play out that way. So what we're trying to put together is sort of a case study of how we took Sudden But Inevitable from zero to a thousand in a, roughly 100 days, and it's just, I'm just going to give a step-by-step -step of, you know, what I did on social media. Josh will give the step-by-step -step of how we promote the show on, on the different, uh, different promotional channels and things like that. And we're going to talk about, you know, how we bring our audience in from multiple different, um, like, points of access, right? Some people just listen. Some people watch us on YouTube. Some people do both. Those people, I love those people. You're crazy, um, so, but we love you. Yeah, so we're gonna, you know, we're gonna try and we're not here to say, hey, we're the authority on this now. Here's how you do this. What we're trying to do is say, here's what worked for us as two people that kind of just decided, you know, okay, let's go full force on this and really try. And this was the fruit of that, you know, of course, with tons and tons of input from the community and help from other people. But we'd love to be able to share some of what we've been able to make work for our show with other people that are trying to make their shows work. Because if you're a podcaster, you know, differentiating yourself and standing out and building an audience that wants to know when your next episode is coming out takes time and can be really difficult. And to have like an almost step-by-step -step of how some other show did it, it might, maybe if it doesn't help you do the same thing, it will let you see that it's at least possible and we're just regular people. Like I'm not a professional podcaster. Josh isn't a it doesn't own a professional studio. Like we just care about the thing and we have microphones. Spoiler alert, that's all you need. So <laughs> definitely please join us for TMA Podcon 2021. We're gonna have other guest speakers in talking about how they do it. Basically, Josh and I are just looking for all the podcasters that we can find right now that were like, hey, I love how you do promotion or I love how you do audience engagement, you know, this, that kind of thing. And we're going to pull all those people together and have them talk about how they do it and talk about what kind of returns they get on it because we want a place of open, collaborative honesty that we can bring everybody. A rising tide, as they say, lifts all ships. So we would love to be able to contribute to your tide if we can. Absolutely. And again, the sign-up sheet for that is on our website, twistmyarmpodcast.com. Um, I want to thank Cameron for coming and visiting with us. Thank you for talking about Green Shirt and talking about some Star Trek with us. It was great to have you on, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, it, it was a blast. My wife doesn't like to hear me talk about my podcast. My podcast host, that's all we talk about. So, <laughs> so it's good to have other people talk to talk about it with. Yeah, for sure. And it's always it's always fun to All right. Thank you again for listening to the Twist My Arm podcast. We had a ton of fun talking with Cameron and would love to have more conversations like this. Um, if, if, if you're a podcaster, uh, an artist in a band, business owner, um, just have some, some cool stories to talk about, we want to hear from you. Um, email us at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com or visit twistmyarmpodcast.com to drop us a line and we'll get you on the show for one of these fun interviews. Um, be sure to follow everything Green Shirt just by searching Green Shirt on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can listen to all of their episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, 
um, anywhere podcasts are heard for the most part, just search Green Shirt. Um, also, be sure to like and subscribe to all things Twist My Arm for updates on all of your shows and upcoming upcoming projects, including PodCon 21. Thank you all again for joining us on this episode of the Twist My Arm podcast. Next week, we're going to be talking with local Denver musician Sharon Boric. Sharon Boric? She's going to she's going to tell me how to pronounce that correctly in our interview. So, so but I believe it's it's Sharon Boric. Um and she's she's a little bit of a goth goth musician here in Denver. Um it's going to be a really fun interview, so I'm excited for that. Um once again, my name is Josh, your forever host and creator of the Twist My Arm Network. You guys all have a great week and we'll talk at you very soon. <laughs>